Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, burning it down from both ends, and, you know, trying to stay connected in a crazy-ass world. Mm-hmm. We're taking the second season of our podcast to discuss all things werewolf movies. Yay! And so we will be discussing all sorts of uh, fun werewolf whatnots. So if you want to reach the podcast, you can get us at Goth and Sloth on Instagram and uh, Twitters. And you can email us at gothandsloth at gmail.com if you have any questions for the show. Let's get all the business aspects done at the beginning there. And if you have any suggestions for yes. films. Because we have a list, but we'd love to add to it. There's always more werewolf movies. At least I certainly hope so. It's like Jello. There's always room for werewolves. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? It could be. Like, every movie, you could probably fit a werewolf in, and it'll just make it a little bit better. Hmm. Like Casablanca with a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so how you been? Um, I've been okay. It's been incredibly busy for me lately. Like, I don't know the last day I had a day off. Like, I just have, like, pieces of days off sometimes. Yeah. Because it's just been chaos. Um, which is, like, not a bad thing. But, like, I've just... Had a lot of work, and I am teaching a lot more because we uh, have a situation at the studio that we're stepping up to cover, and ugh, I'm just, yeah, my brain is frazzled, clearly, but um, <laughs> I'm good, though. I'm, I'm great. I'm happy. I just, um, busy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How about you? Uh, you know, hanging in there, uh, coming to you from the most polluted uh, air quality in the entire country as of this weekend, so that's fun. That sucks. <laughs> Yay yeah. for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Saturday we had the worst air quality in the entire world, so go Denver. Oof. <laughs> Man, Denver. Get your shit together. Right. <laughs> and out of the air. <laughs> and out of the air. Yeah, and I was at a outdoor concert, so that was uh, made it extra Oof. fun, because they're also kicking up, you know, dirt and all that in the pit. Oh, good God. So, yeah. Um, Did you, like, is it because of fires, or? I think so, yeah. And it's not a, like, permanent, like, we're the worst ever. It's like a... No, no, yeah, you know, obviously. Just this day, we are the worst, but... That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, the air quality in Denver can get really bad, but it's rarely just because the city is full of pollution. Yeah. It's usually because of environmental factors. Yeah, I think there's, I'm sure there's fires somewhere. There's always a fire. Yeah. (laughs) Such is life. Such is life. Um, Let's see, besides that... Um, I'm not sure if I played the show with my band or not at Herman's Hideaway last time we recorded or not. (laughs) I don't think you, I, I don't think we, you had played the most recent show. No, there we go. So yeah, I played Herman's Hideaway. That was fun. And, uh, yeah, all, all the stuff and band stuff moving. Didn't you debut a new song? We did. Nice. We we, we did the teen, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song, (laughs) but metal. That sounds exactly up your alley. And with a uh, a controller solo. I play a keyboard solo on a PlayStation controller. <laughs> that sounds just about right. Yeah. <laughs> and also, just, just got to throw this out there. If you go to shop.leonardoleonardoband.com, we have a storefront now. Ooh. With various shirts to pick from. Yeah, more all than that one shirt. Stuff. Yes. Nice. So yeah, all that fun stuff. Rad, rad, rad. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into this. For those of us who did the correct homework assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you speak of. 
Uh, we'll, we'll put our cards on the table. One of us ro- watched the wrong movie, but she has seen it before, so we're going to get through this. <laughs> yeah, I was super jazzed about another film that we will be doing, hopefully next week. <laughs> we can I make it next week, done. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We're going to do this movie, blah, blah, blah. I also love this movie um that that for this episode but this i was just totally on the wrong fucking train and not like oh i'm just dabbled in the in the wrong train like i took the wrong train to the other side of the country (laughs) (laughs) and you didn't realize it until you you got out and started walking around literally didn't realize it until we started recording like we were actively recording and matt was just like that's not the movie we're doing. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, um, I've definitely watched this film. Uh, I love it. It's amazing. It is not super fresh in my memory. So Matt, you can refresh me. We're run through this. So yeah, we'll be talking about ginger snaps this week from 2001. Yes. 2000. Uh, 2000. You're right. Uh, it's only because it's open on my D- IMDb right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this movie's in Canada. It's very, very Canadian. It is very Canadian. And there's there's two sisters, the Fitzgerald sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's a redheaded one that's the older one, and a brunette one that's younger. But the younger one skipped a grade, so they're in school together too. And they spend all their time together, and uh, they're super morbid and uh, gothy teenagers. They're awesome. When I, <laughs> when I started watching the film, I was like, friends? Friends! They could be friends! <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but like during the, this time in their school, there's all sorts of uh, dogs going missing and also being destroyed. Uh, you know, content warning for uh, dog bodies. Okay, but... look. I, I, <laughs> yes, content warning for dog bodies. And also, this is a werewolf podcast. Yes, yeah, fair. <laughs> there is a lot of animal, like, not like actual animal cruelty, but mm-hmm. hints at animal cruelty in like every movie that we've <laughs> this is watched. True. <laughs> So just yeah, be be um aware of that. <laughs> be aware. Aware wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I've been talking to you too much. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're worried about this monster or whatever. They don't know what it is running around their town, um, but they're kind of playing it off. They don't really you know mention it too much. But then the girls are out running around. Uh, late at night uh, because they're looking to get back at the popular chick for being mean to the young girl and uh, they get attacked by the werewolf and uh, the older one I should actually probably say their names I was going to say are we just intentionally not saying their names <laughs> so uh, Ginger being the, the redheaded one, the older one, and Bridget is the younger one. So Ginger gets scratched by a werewolf. And uh, she starts going through all sorts of changes and finding hair where it doesn't belong. And <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Can't, can't imagine what that's like. Right. And, yeah. and finding boys more interesting, you know, like you do when you become a werewolf. <laughs> I mean, delicious. <laughs> Um, and, uh, let's see. Then, uh, Bridget starts becoming really worried about her sister because she's acting really weird and also showing weird body horror stuff going on. There's a vestigial tail in place at one point. Wiggle, wiggle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh. Ginger starts like really wanting to, uh, you know, rip apart flesh and tear up stuff. And nom, nom, nom. <laughs> so I, apparently today I am just, just the sound, sound effects. effects. All right, <laughs> <The> story. 
I don't know. Just bear with me. I don't even know where or who I am right now. All right, keep going. Keep going. All right. um, So uh, let's see what else happened. So um, Ginger has sex with uh, a really grody dude. And (laughs) (laughs) it's true. The sad part is they look like all my friends from that time in high school. And I was like, Man, we just did not give women any good choices, did we? <laughs> hey, you said it. You said it and not me. <laughs> there was a time when I, when, uh, at least me, I do remember a specific time when I was like, oh, I should just like try to date people. Let me look around me and like see who might be interesting to date as I'm like getting into that whole mindset and just yeah. like hitting puberty and shit. And I just look around and I'm like, huh. Mm. Now let me look at the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. So then it turns out that this strain of lycanthropy is also sexually transmitted. Yes. That's a very interesting point of this movie. (laughs) Definitely want to talk about that later. Oh yeah. Um, so then it kind of builds up and her bloodlust is getting worse. Ginger's bloodlust. And, uh, eventually at a Halloween party, uh, she goes full werewolf. And, um, then, uh, it's up to her sister to stop her. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) there is a character who I can't picture right now because again i did not do the right homework (laughs) there is a character i think her name's trina who is basically this person who is like kind of makes things difficult for ginger Mm -hmm. and eventually ginger accidentally kills her i think Uh, was it accidentally or purposely uh well she slipped and her uh, smacked her own head Oh, okay. So Trina died, but not because. But yeah, she was. Yeah, she was trying to defend herself, or you know, from her. Okay, in my head, Ginger killed her, but okay. Kind of. I mean, she didn't help. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like she didn't smash her head, but she was trying to get away from her to you know, not be dog food. So. (laughs) got it all right i just remember that happening and then i remember them shoving her in a freezer and something about her fingers i don't know yeah they uh yeah they threw her in a freezer for a bit uh and then they took her out to bury her and snapped a finger off and (laughs) the parents found the finger in the uh, lawn while doing work and they're like oh it's one of their fake fingers from their project because they had this project at the beginning about all these ways they could die Mm-hmm. Um, which is a fun uh, twist end, uh, twist beginning, I should say. It's not even twist ending, twist beginning. Yeah. Where they yeah. make it seem like they're going to kill themselves, like they really can go full bore, but it's actually just a project of them taking pictures of themselves dying in various ways. Yeah. Morbid as fuck. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but who wasn't in middle school? I mean, come on. It's very true. Um... Yeah, okay. Yes. So. I love this movie. Yeah. Um it it is so much fun. The first time I watched it I was like, What like what werewolf movie? We have like coming of age stuff, but it's not typical. We have sisters, but they're not typical. Mm-hmm. Like it just I don't know, it's just really rad. Um and I just like the idea of this chick werewolf. Like Yeah. We get so many dudes, and this is focused on a woman um, or a girl becoming a woman who is also becoming a werewolf, which is like puberty times infinity. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> um, I remember like she was she would like heal really quickly, and then you had that whole like sprout a tail. You mentioned that, mm-hmm. and like like imagine like oh I have to deal with blood gushing out of my vagina oh and also a little wiggly nobule tail yeah that is totally gonna like 
ruin the curve of my ass <laughs> in my clothes. Like, come yeah. on. Um, but yeah, it's it's super fun. Like, it's definitely. I remember it being really like high. Like, I remember it being paced well. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Like, it doesn't drag. No. Um, everything is pretty relevant. Everything that happens is pretty relevant to the story. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a good time. I definitely, if you haven't seen it, I, I fully recommend it. No amount of hearing a synopsis or, um, in my opinion, will would ruin this movie. I, I'll watch it again, even though <laughs> I should have watched it within the past couple of weeks. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's really good. And um, uh, this is only the second time we've had a female werewolf on this show. And mm-hmm. the first time that she's the center of attention and you never see that like that is incredibly yeah. rare. Um, so that was really awesome. Um, the slow burn to it. She wasn't, you know, full werewolf right away. It was a process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She slowly developed into her full werewolf self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, like, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Which is kind of funny. Unintentionally, we put back to back puberty werewolves on our we channel. We did, <laughs> which I do think that like were werewolfism. Oh, it's a word now. I feel like werewolf werewolfism is like the the easiest like connection to a puberty mm-hmm. story. Yeah, like uh, just compared to all the other monsters, like. Frankenstein's monster is literally put together by somebody else. And yes, he has to come into his own body, but it's not a development from within. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, to get a, to become a werewolf sometimes usually is an external, you know, thing that happens to you. And then your body changes. Same with vampires, but again, somewhat different because, vampirism is like is focused on at least when i think of it i think about it being focused on what you consume Mm -hmm. and not necessarily who you are as much but with a werewolf everything about you is changing yeah much like puberty yeah so it just it makes a lot of sense that films tie those two things together because it's an easy jump oh yeah for viewers well, even just like the direct comparisons of, you know, extra hair growth, extra hunger, um, losing mood control, swings. yeah, mood swings, <laughs> losing control of your limbs. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's all. Wait. You know, you didn't have like a growth spurt where your legs grew a little too fast and you couldn't oh, catch up with them. like picturing you like with a leg just <laughs> flopping around. Yeah, I turned into a wave, waving, flailing arm, flailing tube man for a year. Oh my god! I was like, uh huh. Wait, what? Wait, what, what did I just say? No way. Oh, I see what you mean. No, I don't really recall that happening. I'm sure it did, just because that's how growth spurts happen. Yeah. Um, and I know that I know that guys, or at least boys that I've known and and in my family have experienced growing pains more than i've heard that from women interesting Um, but i'm not you know i'm not saying it doesn't happen i just didn't notice it in that way yeah um it might be losing control of of your lips i cannot get over that i'm just (laughs) imagining you like flopping your arm around and you're like sorry i just can't control it can't control it's just doing its thing (laughs) (laughs) amazing Uh, Uh, but yeah really really um really good point about the puberty thing yeah uh, and yeah they tie it directly to her in universe also starting her period Mm -hmm. um and so yeah if you're squeamish about periods you actually probably should watch this because you need to get desensitized and not be squeamish about them yeah good call good job matt Like, if you're squeamish about periods, you have a lot to work through, and you need to work through it now. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they do not shy away from that at all. They dive right into that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I, I will say this film is, like, 
takes delight in grotesque oh, yeah. in the grotesque much like the girls do like as sisters they take delight in the morbid and grotesque things of the world and so does the film it's filmed in that loving way of the grotesque mm-hmm. which i really appreciate it makes it a really easy watch for me yeah um and also like the idea what i found one of the things i found really interesting about this film in particular is that there is a cure yeah they talk about a cure for werewolfism which i haven't seen and i don't think i have seen i mean i've seen things Mm. like in a star trek episode this thing is very similar to yeah being a werewolf and they figure out some fancy way to cure it that they immediately forget how they did that in some other episode that would have used the same cure very effectively but the, the, we'll talk about star trek issues another day <laughs> <laughs> i love star trek that is not yes. that is not shaming them it's just really funny that they keep doing <laughs> but um but yeah so like they uh, they talk about monkshood yep. being a cure to being a werewolf which i i just found super interesting i don't know anything about where that could have come from if that is a myth um what the history of that is if i had watched the movie like i was supposed to (laughs) i would have looked it up but um i yeah if you know anything about that like as a listener out there in the universe if you have any information about why they use the idea of using the extract of monkshood to treat werewolfism please let me know i'm super curious like at goth and sloth or at me directly l-u-n-a underscore m-i-n-u-i-t i want to hear it and i'll talk about it in the next episode because super curious super interested yeah in that history well uh just a quick search it is related to wolfsbane so i don't know if that was just a uh huh you know Okay, well, also get at me (laughs) with what Wolfsbane is good for and why it's called that. I have so many questions for plant TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) And also plant Graham and plant Twitter. I do know... (laughs) All of you. I do know Wolfsbane's not one you want to grow in the house if you have cats. Apparently, it's not a good one for cats to munch on. Oh, my gosh. So many plants are right? poisonous to cats. So many. But the, it's amazing that they're alive. Right? Because they just chew on everything anyways. And you're like, why? why? Nisha's so good. She really doesn't chew on plants. She chews on people. Uh. Um, but that said, I just got a snake plant recently. And she's just like, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, what? You don't care about any of my other plants. But this one is the one that you want to murder. That's the one. Great. So let's talk about uh, lycanthropy as an STD. Oof. That was a rough yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so a couple things. I don't remember the scene in particular in the movie where she has unprotected sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be interested to watch that scene just to understand the implications of how that happened. Um, but that being said... I guess there are a few things I want to say before I talk about it. (laughs) One is you are in charge of your own body. You can choose what to do with it. If you want to have unprotected sex, that is your prerogative. Just try to be honest and safe about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So no slut shaming is going to be happening on this podcast or (laughs) adjacent to it. Uh, She can do whatever the fuck she wants. It's her body. Yep. Um, that said, okay, so she gets this un, she, or she passes this unwelcome condition to her partner, um, and frankly doesn't tell him about it, but I'm not (laughs) sure she really understands what's happening at that point. No, she didn't know at the time. So, um, so still is relevant yep. for when you are having sexy time with people. Um, and later on you find out that you may have given them something. Uh, it is respectful to let them 
no. Uh, so please don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, that said, oh, but also don't go the other way around too. Like if you end up getting or you find that you have an infection that um, that you got sexually, don't just go throwing out accusations to your ex-partners <laughs> that they gave you shit because yeah. you don't know that. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know who or how or what. There are so many different ways to get infe- sexually transmitted infections. Just So don't be a dick. Just nobody be a dick. <laughs> All right? <laughs> no being a dick. And sorry to keep using a dick, but really, I mean, sometimes dicks are just dicks. Like, penises are just dicky sometimes. <laughs> it's true. So it's not a bad word, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get canceled in 2025. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, I just found it a really interesting choice to say this infection of werewolf is going to be passed via unprotected sex mm-hmm. as opposed to just scratches or bites or breaking of the skin. Yeah. This means it's transmitted by fluid, I assume, because it's not skin to skin contact yeah. or her sister would have gotten it. Mm-hmm. They better not have shared a drink <laughs> um, unless it's blood contact and there was some sort of blood breaking of skin situation well she was being uh, very aggressive during the sex scene so there's a possibility so, there's scratches and or bites that's true uh, okay so but they implied but, it that it works like an sti yeah right yeah i remember it being heavily implied that it was an sti so yeah i don't i'm not really sure what they were getting at with that um uh, well, there's uh, definitely 2000? a safe. Yeah, two thousand. It was a safe sex thing, definitely to be thrown in because they've talked. They talked about condoms multiple times during the movie. So hmm. I think there's uh, a bit of that. Uh, I think it relates to the puberty thing, where you know, just slide in the little like you know you're gonna get horny, so just you know, be prefer- protect yourself and your partner. Yes. <laughs> eh, I mean, uh, that's not the worst message, I guess. No. Like. <laughs> Definitely important um, to be safe. Like I said, I'm not going to shame anybody for making choices with their body, but I do think that the responsible thing to do and the compassionate thing to do for yourself and your community is to make sure that you are getting tested regularly, Mm -hmm. especially if you're having unprotected sex, Mm -hmm. and then being honest when there are situations that come up. Or... um, or just have protected sex. Yeah. Not, not the end of the world. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, the scene where he finds out that it wasn't such a great idea was <laughs> uh, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so he, ha- he had a bit of a man period. Uh, <laughs> I still argue that those are real, uh, but go on <laughs> maybe uh like emotionally and like uh hormonally yes but like not a physical like no yeah. i don't think <laughs> dudes are peeing blood but i yes emotionally hormonally one of those or both i don't i just <laughs> i've been around a lot of people in my day you know just getting up there in age and uh just seen a lot of guys pitch <laughs> a lot of fits. It's true. In a regular fashion. Like almost on a clock. It's weird. It is. I'm just saying. <laughs> throwing it out there. There's no science to back this up. I would. I'm just. I don't know. It's just really odd to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a lot. A lot of like holding shit in because society like pressures men to hold a bunch of shit in and then it just the dam just breaks yep. on a regular basis <laughs> yes <laughs> um but it uh, certainly feels like pmsing sometimes <laughs> so yeah he's like not feeling well and then he has he goes to pee and shoots out a um 
James Gunn's worth of blood. <laughs> maybe a trauma. Maybe a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> amount of blood. <laughs> no, I like this as like a trauma offshoot. It there's actually the movie itself is very trauma y in a lot of it ways. Do, it is. Especially the the effects and the final form of the werewolf. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so uh let's see what else I got here. So uh you like body horror. I do. And this was very much a lot of body horror. I mentioned it before. So much but body yeah, horror. Yeah, there's fingernails growing, there's uh her face changing, not even just in the transformation, but just as time went on, her face would shape differently. It and, was, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, having a like if anybody craves body horror, just imagine that like the culmination of puberty. <laughs> like in a week or whatever this took over. Yeah, like I mean it just yeah, it's really interesting watching the body horror aspects. I I like that you picked that picked that up because she really does look pretty insane by the yeah. end of the <laughs> film. <laughs> It's like, yeah, she's uh, got those cheekbones going for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, huh, her bone structure like really came came out there at the at the end. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> Along with that, it was one thing I noticed and I don't know if they meant to, uh, well they obviously meant to do this, but uh the red hair of Ginger is slowly gets gray streaks. It does, and yeah. More and more and more, and then her final werewolf form. She's a gray werewolf, mm-hmm. and I was, I couldn't put a finger on it. But what, what do you think that means, or what do you think that uh, was about? I just thought it was part of the transformation. So? I don't necessarily think that the, the color has a lot. Like the fact that it's a gray wolf and her hair was turning white. Like, other than just showing that, like. Uh, it was just another mark of this ongoing transformation that was longer than just like, boom, there's your little tail nubbin or boom, you know, your fingernails are crazy or whatever it is. Like this is a longer game that leads to werewolf. Werewolf. (laughs) And it also kind of makes me think like this is stressing her the fuck out. (laughs) Like her body (laughs) is like, what the hell and so her hair is just like i'm gonna be white now well let me throw let me throw this out so she's got red hair at the beginning and Mm -hmm. her name is ginger Mm -hmm. as she loses the red hair is it symbolizing she's losing more of herself oh sure yeah and then that's why she's a white slash gray werewolf at the end is there's no more ginger left Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sure. I I buy that. Like, I I definitely think it's symbolic of the transformation, which includes leaving her original self behind. But, um, but yeah, I could go there to be like, because the werewolf is white, she's no longer herself at all. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That fits. (laughs) So, um, one thing I kept thinking watching this movie is everyone said how great uh, Frozen is about portraying sisters, and that's the best sisterhood movie that's ever been made. Really? People say that? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard that? No. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> they have not seen Ginger Snaps. This is the I best agree, sisterhood because movie. <laughs> Frozen being the best sisterhood movie of all movies i mean i suppose you can't show little kids ginger snaps to tell them how to hang out with their sister i guess Mm. i would argue it depends (laughs) on the little kid it depends on the kid some kids totally would be jazzed to watch it other kids scarred (laughs) for life so you know choose wisely (laughs) (laughs) but yeah these are two sisters that truly care for each other and truly love each other Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, they're not played off each other like being whiny or whatever. Like this is like, you know, real true sisterhood. And I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. to show that. Yeah. And Bridget like like is like basically combing through heaven and hell 
mm-hmm. to find this cure and figure out how to make it happen and get enough and get it to her sister. She's the one that ends up trying it out on a uh, dude, sex yeah. dude. Sex dude. I don't remember um, his name either. <laughs> and like, so yeah, like there's, it's a real partnership like a family partnership, a sisterhood, like you said, like, which is really cool. You don't see that depicted very often. Um, Certainly not in this passionate of a like story. Yeah, absolutely. So that was cool. Uh, (laughs) One thing I really noticed too, is uh, the music uh, really, really dates it, not like dates it, but like, you know, when this came out, (laughs) <laughs> i don't remember the music what was it like it's all new metal oh oh yeah okay i was like oh so much new metal um, yeah it was 2000 yeah. it was 2000 what you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah um let's see oh isn't weed legal in canada because that was like a whole semi subplot where they had the drug dealer guy, and it's like, yeah. is it weed legal there? I don't know. I have no huh. idea. I'm not a weed person, so I have no reason to know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, but yeah. I feel like if it was, it I don't know. Because this is definitely yeah made in Canada by Canadians, so I guess they would know better than us. Maybe they were setting it in the U.S.? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I do remember the whole, like, drug dealer aspect. Yeah. Because that's where she got the cure from, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we didn't discuss that much. There's, yeah, another guy who's, I guess, one of those creepy older guys that hang around high school after they've graduated, at least as far as I could tell. That is true of every high school as far (laughs) as I am concerned. Yep. (laughs) And hangs around and sells weed to all the uh, all the kids, um, but he took an interest in Bridget because he hit the original werewolf with his car, the one that hit Gin or one that scratched Ginger, mm. and he's like, "What the hell was that?" And him and Bridget sort of get on with each other or like get along with each other, and Bridget starts using him to try and figure out yeah ways to cure her sister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a lot of people play it off like he's trying to get into her pants too, but mm. I don't feel that was the case at all. But. Right, but it's an easy it's an easy way to, you know, get people off the scent of something yeah. of, conspi- of a hetero couple conspiring is just like oh he's just trying to get in her pants and people are like oh yeah, say <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, good on them, good on them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like that guy too. I can't remember his name, but, uh, he ended up being a cool guy. <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, ba, 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 ba. see, we already talked about penis blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting. The, uh, the compulsion in, of the werewolf in this one, cause usually the werewolves, um, is compulsiveness is to like hunt, or to feed, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Hers was just to hurt. Like she said a few times, like, I just want to tear things apart. And it mm-hmm. wasn't about, you know, feeding herself or having this animalistic instinct. She just wanted to hurt things. Yeah, that's a, that is cool um, that you brought that up. Like, I definitely noticed that. And I took that as a, uh, I took that as a reflection on, the way you feel when you're going through puberty sure like you feel like you're out of control so you just want to dig your nails into whatever you can to control something Mm -hmm. um so i felt like that was like oh yeah that's like pretty true to like teenage angst and puberty um although of course as a werewolf that doesn't really nourish you um yeah so it doesn't make a ton of sense in that capacity, but it does make a lot of sense for someone going through human and dog puberty at the same time. 
But yeah, I thought that was another cool look at the werewolf. On top of, uh, and we kind of mentioned it before, kind of hinted at it, they took it very scientifically. Like, there's not a lot of mysticism behind this werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a, there's a cure that's made from a flower. There's, you know, her body, ex- explanations of her body kind of changing and stuff. Like, it's, it's grounded as much as you can ground a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> pseudoscience we call it pseudoscience (laughs) like but yeah there's no like you know there's no romani woman saying like you need to wear this silver and that will help you out and all that Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah it is very because i mean and they're trying to say which is rad that these two girls are really smart really grounded in mm -hmm. reality and not you know mystics like just explaining things away with whatever so like they are and that's not to say that like mysticism is bad like that's also valid but in the movie like they are grounding these girls as like and like educated into science Mm -hmm. understand how things work which is cool because usually that's like not really handed over to women yeah um that's usually like you, the nerdy guy with that <laughs> understands all the science things that everybody goes to. I mean, to they did whatever. that a little bit with the weed guy because he was the one actually. That's true. Some but that. that's that was for like a. They needed a chemist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they went to a chemist. But they understood that they needed to go to a chemist. Mm-hmm. Like, and what was happening could be treated in some way. And it wasn't necessarily like praying it away or whatever yeah so yeah i think that's about all i had on it what, you got any other uh thoughts on it i mean no i just highly recommend it yes. it's super fun i i mean i really i wonder slash worry how the younger folks will feel about this film um because it won't have a lot of this like the the tone won't have a lot of nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um, so I wonder how that would go down. Mm-hmm. But uh, me being me and my age, I love it. Yeah. I think it's great. It's um, it's fun. I mean, it culminates. The culmination is at Halloween. The effects. Yeah. Are incredible. Um, which I I guess we're gonna talk about next with the transformation. Yes. But like, <laughs> it is. It is such a delight to visually, um, because there's not any CGI, I don't think. If it's there, it's very minor. Yeah, if it, I, there might be some CGI to help things look. Yeah, a little cooler, but I can't, I can't recall seeing any. Yeah. Um, it's it's rad. Absolutely. So yeah, that brings us to rating the transformation. So I didn't even think we were gonna get a transformation in this. I thought it was gonna be like the slow, like the movie itself was the transformation. Mm-hmm. But then lo and behold, at the end, full werewolf. Boom! Transformed, <laughs> bitch. So how do you rate the transformation? Oh man, I love this transformation. Yes. This is a five out of five wolf out of wolf. <laughs> There you go. Dog out of dog? I don't know. It's pup to wolf, right? Yeah, it's pup to wolf. So, yeah, this is a full werewolf. Full wolf. Like, watching what I really love about this transformation is not only, like, the grotesquity, the grot. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> How grotesque it is um, with, like, the close-ups to the practical effects happening, like that's just beautiful to me to watch. Um, but it's also that the wolf, like the transformation doesn't even look wolf-like. Like yeah. it takes until the very end to, for it to start looking like a wolf. Unlike like with um, American Werewolf, Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. where the transformation is happening again, another incredible transformation, but and as it's happening, you're starting to see elements of the wolf, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. With this transformation, it's just, like, flesh and body parts and bones cracking and bubble, like, just heaving and rearranging. And it's 
it's like alien almost until you see the end product and then it's a wolf and you're like fuck yeah yeah i i'm in love with the transformation i love it i think it's great yeah absolutely totally agree (laughs) full-on werewolf so um there is two sequels to this that came out the same year in 2004 um one is a direct sequel and another is a prequel um yeah (laughs) so uh the sequel is called ginger snaps 2 unleashed and at the end of the original ginger snaps bridget did get scratched um Mm -hmm. but she did take the cure but turns out in the sequel the cure is only like a temporary stop yet and eventually it comes back and she uh finds herself in an insane asylum and it's shenanigans i guess i haven't seen it i just read a lot uh synopsis to see about it so i saw it once <laughs> and the other <laughs> sounds horrible but it's a prequel called ginger snaps back at the beginning <laughs> and it takes place in like 1600s or some crap and um the early 19th century canada and they they do that thing because they got both the actresses back so they do that thing where you're like your ancestors look just like you because yeah. <laughs> they're the ancestors of the fitzgerald sisters mm-hmm. so that sounds stupid <laughs> and it was yeah. pretty like normal for a while to do that i'm happy that prequels are dying out yes (laughs) and yeah this is right in the prequel age 2004 that's right when we're like where everyone's like yeah prequels that's where all the money's at baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. and yeah no one wanted them but we kept getting them (laughs) so yeah currently that is where the uh ginger snaps trilogy is at um i haven't seen anything about remakes or any additional sequels or anything else um just checking real quick uh okay october 2020 a television series was announced to be in development Mm. so there may be a ginger snaps tv show that would be interesting depending on who's doing it yeah i bet you they're gonna wait to see how chucky plays out because that's the show that's actually gonna happen and if like slasher tv shows and like more horror tv shows kind of become a thing that aren't just zombie related um Mm -hmm. maybe they'll uh they'll do that i don't know yeah we'll see again it just depends on who which studio and yeah this does behind it like if it's a cw ginger snaps i'm gonna (laughs) lose my mind I will actually throw myself. What if it's MTV? And the TV. What if it's MTV, Ginger Snaps? What the hell? I don't even know what modern day MTV is. Well, that's where Teen Wolf was made. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That, uh, that is Ginger Snaps. Good movie. Yay, Ginger Snaps. Um, and I just want to... Uh, mentioned so the director was john fawcett um which is a cool last name frankly (laughs) (laughs) um and the uh the special effects crew i was trying to figure out if they had worked on anything else like trauma but i couldn't um I see the key prosthetic art- artist was Sean Harrison. Um, as far as like the special effects, like the person in charge, Paul Jones was creature effects. I don't know who was like head honcho special effects guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but snaps to him. Yeah. Because holy crap. Especially at a time when people were like, we need CGI for everything. Yeah. And it's like, they were like, nah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, this is dead center of that whole thing too. Yeah, where we're like CGI everything. We need a big yeah. CGI opening where you go down a, a throat and you spin around the heart and. Good God. So many movies started <laughs> that way, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, so as far as the girls, uh, Bridget was played by Emily Perkins, and Ginger was paid, played by Catherine Isabel. Um, super rad. The story was written by a woman, Karen Walton, um, which is really cool. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just wanted to give a little shout out to the industry folks involved absolutely Uh, super cool super cool film highly recommend i don't know anything about uh john fawcett um i just quickly looked him up he uh directed a few episodes of xena warrior princess whoa he directed the dark yes i don't know which oh that's the dark dark, not dark say i don't know which one um apparently directed some or all of Orphan Black. I didn't watch that show, but uh, 17 episodes of it, so that's cool. Oh! Oh, and he does oh. did a few episodes of Titans, too, <laughs> if you care for that show. One episode. Yeah. <laughs> One episode of Titans, and it's my least favorite episode. Which episode anyway. is that? Well, we'll talk about that next, all and right. what we've been watching. What are we watching? <laughs> So I recently started watching Titans um, because it's on HBO Max and uh, I binged the first season over the last couple weeks. Um, So I guess it's not really binging. (laughs) I slightly binged (laughs) the first season Um, because I just thought it was really cool that it was like definitely for adults. Yeah. Um, And so I was like, it's like a CW show, but like, really really for adults uh it still has a lot of kidsy tropes in it but yeah eh, it's 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 fun enough the violence is whoo up there yeah I'd, um, say it's, uh, I'd say it's decently underrated i don't think enough people watch it like i don't think it's like the greatest thing ever like you gotta go right. watch this it was like if you like some superhero stuff um especially with like how much they're diving into the dc canon that a lot of yeah. movies and stuff don't get to. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I I really didn't think much of it to start. My partner was like, you have to at least give it a shot. If you like all those CW shows, which I like some of them, <laughs> um, I, like, was like, oh, okay, all right, um, and yeah, I gave it. I gave it a shot. I definitely like it way more than CW shows. <laughs> I will say that. Um, granted, again, I am a little picky. I <laughs> despise Arrow. <laughs> I like the Flash. I really like Supergirl. Uh, circa two years ago. Um, so <laughs> I haven't watched the newest seasons. Uh, but and I'm. I don't know when I will. You should check out Superman and Lois, though. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll keep watching Titans. You can do that, too, because it's about to have a third season here starting up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. And Starfire's Black, which is rad. Yes, that is rad, too. Um, So what's your least favorite episode, though, that he directed? Because I can't (laughs) think of one that's specifically bad. Really? Think about what I hate. And then <laughs> you're like, the uh, list is yeah, so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my least favorite episode was the Doom Patrol episode. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was a little painful, especially compared to the rest of the season. I know it was an intentional crossover to promote Doom Patrol, which was obvious when I was watching it, <laughs> which also made it painful. I was just like, this, this is stupid. Why don't you just like, punch the dude in the face and walk away like mm. <laughs> and i mean he did it took him a while but he did he but did. like eh. and like the girl she's like oh i'm so pretty but i'm also a fucking blob because my cells don't hang out together and i'm just like there's only so much you could do with that 
I don't know. Like, you got to watch you got to watch Doom Patrol and find I out. Don't it's actually want really to. good. You know, Doom Patrol is way better. Like <sighs> that's one where I'm like, no, everyone needs to see it. It's so freaking good. Okay. <laughs> I, I could barely get through that episode. It was such a poor advertisement for the show that it turned me off of the show. <laughs> you got to watch Doom Patrol. I'm telling you, it's really good. It, All right, it, I'll watch at least an episode. Okay, I'll go with that. I'll uh, watch an episode. I to think and if, if I it, hate it, then I will send you a stream of text. <laughs> trying to think if it's one of those shows where you got to watch like a few before you can get into it. But no, I think one should get you into it. What like, what of like having watching having watched Titans? Will it help me watch the first episode? Um. Also, dude is just like cooking, like I'm cooking all crazy, like me cooking all this stuff, and then this other guy is like, well, I can't eat any because I'm a robot, man. Like, no shit, he can't eat. Don't put the plate in front of him. Why are you torturing him like this? This is stupid. Anyway, all right, I will just. But no, it's trust me, it it's it's very solid. Doom Patrol is really good. Some of the best Brendan Fraser stuff you'll have ever seen. Um, it's, it's really good. Trust me. <laughs> so have you been watching anything else besides Titans? Yes. Um, so I, well, okay. A couple things. I started Way- Wayward Pines. Okay. I'm super late to it. Apparently it's like a 2015 thing. Um, I don't even know. Like it just kind of popped up on Hulu and I was like, all right. And I watched three episodes. I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Well well done so far. Well written. I'm curious how it goes. I don't know how popular it is or was. Um, but yeah, I, I dig it. Uh, but obviously the big news, considering we are recording this um, on the 9th, is that today? Yes. Um, is Suicide Squad. We both watched it yes. this weekend. Um, and so... That is really all I can think about. <laughs> Did you like it? it? Fuck all yeah, right. I liked it. It's James Gunn. <laughs> it's Troma meets DC with all with like excellent pacing, excellent writing, excellent acting, ex- excellent joke writing, mm-hmm. which is always my biggest complaint with all of these like superhero movies is that they try to make it like pew pew funny like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah but they ruin it because of the jokes don't age well. Or, you laugh once and that you, you never laugh at it again. Mm-hmm. Whereas James Gunn is like, I'm going to make you laugh every fucking time you watch this movie. Yeah. And like, so good. And it's not just like everyone quipping either. Like people are funny for different reasons. Exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I mean. Like if it's all quipping, then you laugh once and then it's, yeah. that's it. The joke is ruined. But yeah. No, it, it becomes a dad joke. <laughs> But yeah, no, I yeah. I super enjoyed it. Um, it made me miss owning a, a pet rat because I love Sebastian. Hmm. Um, Sebastian was so cute. King Shark was amazing. Yep. He is a shark. Um, he is a shark. He is a shark. Yeah, no, it was all good all around. Um, yeah, I highly, highly, yes. highly recommend that if you are interested in this film, go watch it in the theater and go watch it in IMAX. Because this does not... I, if you have HBO Max and you've seen it and you're like, oh, I, I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. Go watch it in the theater. This movie was made mm-hmm. for the cinematic experiment experience. Mm-hmm. You are missing out if you don't go see it on the theater. Yep. My only problem is with my own brain where now I have to decide because you know my all my craziness and weirdness. I do. Can I buy... <laughs> The Suicide Squad on Blu-ray without buying the rest of the DCEU. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a this is such a Matt problem. It is. And to me, it's just so easy. Like those movies suck, so don't buy them. Buy the one that's good. But you are completionist. Yeah. So goodbye, Matt's money. <laughs> Farewell. And I gotta watch, uh, you know, bad movies because I watch all the movies. Does that mean you also have to get all of the seasons of the DC shows? 
Uh, I slowly am, but I'm mostly just getting Arrow at the moment. Um, I was thinking like the more modern ones. Oh, um, well, I don't know if they're doing physical releases of those. To be honest, I haven't I really looked. Didn't mean physical, but <laughs> mm, physical media is the only thing I buy. It's true. It's weird. <laughs> hey, when Amazon goes under, you're not going to have those movies anymore that you purchased. Your money's gone. That's true. That's why I have files. Um, but no, I, you're, you're absolutely right. And my partner also gets physical media though. It's, I don't even want to get started on, well, this release has this exquisite orange. I'm like, uh, just yeah. buy the damn Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm working under the assumption that I can count it as part of my James Gunn collection and not part <laughs> of the DCEU. And I might be mm. able to trick my brain. Into not having to buy Batman v Superman. Good luck. <laughs> or the first Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which I did rewatch for this one. Why? Still a mess. Uh, honestly, well, I th- one, I figured if I go in with super low expectations, maybe it might get a little better. No, mm. it's still it's still a mess. Yeah, I'm but, not watching that again. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the uh, watch, yeah. watch the episode of Arrow with the Suicide Squad. It's better than. That. Hmm. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Then just watch the Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um? What else have you been watching? So I'm I'm still doing my Brad Pitt thing. So I watched uh, The Favor from 1994. It's bad. <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't remember that one at all. It, that's why. Yeah, it's the, like really forgotten. Um, it's about a wife who's unhappy with her marriage, and she's got a friend who's promiscuous. But since the wife is unhappy with her marriage, she's having um, like fantasies about her high school boyfriend that she never got to sleep with. So mm-hmm. she sends off her promiscuous friend to go sleep with her <laughs> high school boyfriend. And then she gets jealous about that. And then also hmm. Brad Pitt's there. He's not even the boyfriend. He's he's trying to date the promiscuous girl. Interesting development. Yeah, it was um <laughs> it was dumb. But the funny part was is they found the boyfriend, he lived in Denver. Okay. And so they go to Denver. Where'd they film it? I don't know, but it was like a fishing village. <laughs> Fishing village? Yes. Like, he lived in a full-on cabin, like, wood cabin, um, like, right off the creek. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, for listeners that have never been to Denver, it is not a fishing village. It is not. But that's what I always love about movies, because no one's ever nailed Denver in a movie. Like, it's always, like, it's Aspen, or even Aspen yeah. isn't Aspen. Like Aspen and Dumb and Dumber was actually filmed in um, uh, Estes, Park. Estes Park. Yeah. So yeah, Aspen was actually Estes Park because uh, Aspen doesn't look what people think Aspen looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, Aspen's just a lot of trees with rich houses dumped in the middle of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no one's ever like done Denver. Like Denver's like a city, like not a huge one, but like you know we're. Comp- it's pretty big though. We're comparable like, I mean, to like St. To- Louis or. Yeah, like it's a it's a mid sized city. It's yeah. certainly like bigger than I would say a large a mid to large city. It's not a mega city like Los Angeles and New York City. No. Anything like that. But like yeah, it's big. It's a city. It's not we're not living in the woods still here. <laughs> Good lord. Just tell people, yeah, we're we're still living in the woods. Yep. Don't no reason to come here. Don't come here. Please don't move here with all your money. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, one call I had when I used to do McDonald's support. And they're like, so do you just like ski place to place there? Like, it's not the Arctic. <laughs> ski place to place. <laughs> You've been like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have like different size skis for different days. I like my purple ones. got my black ones. <laughs> Uh, and then outside of that, uh, I watched, uh, it's called Unknown. It's on uh, Netflix. It's a Liam Neeson's movie. Um, oh. So first they took, 
So in Taken, they took his daughter, and in Taken 2, they took <laughs> his wife. In Unknown, they take his memories. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but Does he it, still have a particular set of skills? He is still an assassin, yes. So. Neat. Um, <laughs> it's got an interesting twist, but overall it's it's like, you know, it's a Liam Neeson movie, like a mid-tier it's, Liam it's Neeson fine, movie. It's what you're yeah. saying. It's fine. It'll kill some time, but yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go rush out to see it. And uh, so, yeah, that's mostly it. And just still hammering through next gen. Just watched uh, the episode in third season where Data made a daughter. It's yep. a really good episode. It's a great episode. And yeah. So I think Yay. that is everything. I think that is the show. So yeah. where can people find you at if they want to contact you and say what's up? Yeah, you can find me at Luna underscore Minwi on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, I haven't been super active on there because I've been so busy. But uh, I will be because I am covering Fantasia Fest, which should be rad uh, as soon as I can sit down and watch some shit. (laughs) (laughs) So when I do watch some shit, I will be talking about it there. Um, and that's L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T. And what about you, Matt? Well, you can get me on Twitter at wizard underscore Matt, or Instagram is wizard cosplay, or I'm feral wizard on TikTok. Uh, I've actually been more active, but I was also on vacation, so less active now because (laughs) all my responsibilities came back. (laughs) My band is Leonardo Leonardo. All our stuff is on LeonardoLeonardoBand.com. Yeah. So what are we covering next time? (laughs) Can we cover the movie that I watched? Let's do that. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll switch around. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so next time we will be covering Good Manners, which is a Portuguese dark fantasy film. Highly recommend it. I know some people balk at subtitles. To those people, I say pishaw. Um, it's a great film. So it is right now it's available on Shutter, which is cool. Nice. So, um, yeah, we'll be talking, talking some Good Manners next time. Sounds good. Yay! All right, well, until then, have a great two weeks and, uh, you know, behave yourselves. (laughs) Yes.